Hey everybody, it's Lori. And this is Matt. And it's time for another episode of Teacher Saves, Saves World. Why can't you be more like my stapler? Welcome to another episode of the Teacher Saves World podcast, the gathering place for parents and teachers that are trying to save the world one teenager at a time. We're Lori and Matt Jones, married high school teachers and parents of two teenagers, and we will be your hosts for the next 30 or so minutes. But before we go any further, please take a moment and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching for Teacher Saves World. All of this information and our blog can be found on our website, teachersavesworld.com. And don't forget, head over to Amazon and order your copy of Matt's book, Trajectory, The Ten Challenges of High School That Shape a Teenager's Future, a must for all parents and teachers working with high schoolers. On today's episode, we're asking the question, how can we engage our teens with more distance learning? Yeah, how are we going to do that? You got the answer? I hope, I hope so. <laughs> well, because that seems like that's the way it's going to go. Right? Yeah. We've been really kind of sitting on pins and needles just waiting, and it kind of it's now as the school year is approaching, and for us it's just a couple weeks away. Yeah. We start in August mm-hmm. early, mm-hmm. and though our district had plans of going back. Right. And, you know, other surrounding districts had the same. It The cases have made it such that we cannot. Right. Because we, we are in California, and California just just recently took over first place. Yeah. In, oh, in the COVID, No, in the COVID race. That's Shoot. not the race you want to be first place in. We beat I mean, New York. We, oh. we just out, yeah, we just <laughs> we just edged out New York. We just took the lead. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we have 40 million people in the state, so yeah. we're, we're bound to take the lead we're eventually. Um, so anyway, so yeah, yeah, distance learning. So that's what we're going to talk about today. How are we going to get our teens to engage with more distance learning yeah. but but before we get there i have some fantastic news to what? share what? i you know some time ago i shared that i as a music lover i had i had sort of uh you know i was kind of saddened by the fact that i thought i i, I hit a wall i'd hit the i can't find new yes. music wall do you remember, remember that conversation I, oh yeah when we've talked about it a lot and i kind of thought i had become that person that was no longer going to find new music i i was going to just always go back to my old, my old records and, you know, listen to my favorites. And I was going to be that person. Yeah. I found a new band. Mm-hmm. I, I found a new band that has I've... me so excited. Like I, you know, when you, when you love, like this maybe takes me, maybe this is what it is about new music discovery that I, you know, love. So it's when nothing else matters, when there's like no other band that I can actually listen to. Mm-hmm. And so Right now, this band, they have one album out and they have another one on the way coming out at the end of July. And for the new album coming out, which I've already pre-ordered, so it's it's going to come You're like on the oh, I've, oh totally. So they're really and, new. And uh and they've pre-released three songs so far from from the new album. That's all I'm listening to right now. Oh my god. So these love three songs them. and it's like it's like 13 minutes of music on their new album is out. And like when I go work out and my workouts, maybe, you know, 30, 45 minutes, 
I just w- listen to those three songs over and over and over really? again. Really? Yes. I mean, I can hear the music from the garage, but yeah, don't, they, I don't it, see it's, that you're It's all I can listen it. to right now. Wow. Yeah. So you want to know who that is? Yeah. Who is it? Fontaine's DC. Fontaine's DC. The DC stands for Dublin City mm. because apparently they, there was another band, I think called the Fontaine's and there was a little squabble. So, so the band that I love, uh, Fontaine's DC added DC because oh, they're, they're from, they're from Dyer, uh, Dublin, Dublin, uh, Ireland. And, uh, I love them so much. I want to go, li- I want to, I want to visit Dublin. I want to go live there. Oh my you, God. You know when, you know when you're so excited, like I like, like like by yourself, like, like you're leaving the no, family? No, I want to take okay. you with me. I want to take you with me. But you know when like something <laughs> has you so excited that you want, like I want to go be where the guys are that are making yeah. this music. That's how like pumped I am about Well, this. listen, Ireland has been presenting itself to us in many different ways. Like yeah. the films we've been choosing right. set in Ireland. Mm-hmm. The, I, I, you know, even like when you turn on your computer and they have a beautiful vista, it's like the Google you right, know, there was like a, a castle like, in oh, Dublin or like, somewhere in Ireland. You know, and yeah. we we've always wanted to go, yeah. but it just seems like over and over and oh, over. Oh, and we again. watch we watch uh, Marcella. The, oh yes, uh, and that the most recent season was set in Belfast, which is northern yeah. Ireland. But uh, yeah, fine. It's, so it's post punk. You know, it's kind of um, it's like my favorite sort of. It's my it's my warm fuzzy. Mm-hmm. So if you think like Joy Division, and then co- follow that up to like maybe The Cure. And then maybe more recently you have like Interpol, like that kind of raw, that rugged. strain. I used to love Sonic Youth, like that mm-hmm. vein of music is kind of my sweet spot. Like yeah. I always kind of love, and uh, and I love that the singer, the singer's a great. He's got this great uh, delivery, and uh, I love that they kind of bonded over there. I read this; they bonded over their love of uh, James Joyce poetry. What? Right. So intellectuals. You didn't tell me that. Right, and. Uh, and his accent comes through, and I love it. You know how, like, uh, accents don't always come across Yeah, sometimes music, you, l- you lose them vocally. But his really does. Mm. And, I lo- like, it just makes it work. And so um, as, soon as, as soon as travel is decently safe, I'm booking tickets to Ireland. Let's do it. I want to go to Ireland. And I know that we have, we have some listeners in Ireland. I know. In Dublin. So when we arrive in Dublin, if we, if you guys could, you know, let's go to a pub, let's sit down and talk. And if you can find a way to invite the members of Fontaine's DC. Maybe our listeners are the members of Fontaine's DC. Oh my DC. God, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, hey, be our awesome. Dublin friends, you have got to connect with us. You've got to email us or, yeah. or just messages on Twitter or Because I am, I am all about Ireland right now. There's, there's just something about it. I just, um, so green and lush. Yeah. And, mm. I just, I want to go so bad. Yeah. So that's it. I found, I'm, I'm excited. Like I've been given new birth. <laughs> I've been reborn. Honey, I, this is the kind of midlife crisis I like. Yeah. I just don't know. you in I the garage it. listening to. Punk. So if you're, if you're remotely a fan of, of that kind of music, I encourage you fun. They have one album out dog roll, which was incredible, incredible. Um, and then their new one is coming out called A Hero's Death, Fontaine's DC. Yeah, well, I encourage I'll you to check them out. Blast them out on all our social media too. Oh, love it. Give them a little love. I am just so, like I've just been re-energized by music. I, I always love pulling out the old albums. Sure, they're I not going love anywhere. It, but there's something about that new, yeah. right? Yeah. So much so that I want, to, like it, it has me wanting to live there. Yes. Like that's the kind of like feeling that, 
that new art gives you, yeah. right? That it pulls you. I want to go there. I want to go and just be and breathe the same yeah. air that is that these guys are breathing. Wow. You know? And I want to, you know, and and be in a city that has inspired them to make this music and write those these lyrics and sing these songs so that's passionately. Intense, honey. Oh, that's that's awesome. what it's all about, man. Whoa. I love it. All right, let's, I'm feeling let's, talk, it. let's talk about teenagers in school and more know. distance learning. Let me bring you back now. Yeah. No, <laughs> but that's it. We got to get, how are we going to get our kids as pumped as I am yeah. on the Fontaine's DC? Yeah. How are we going to do that? God, if we could ride that energy into the year. Yeah. Because let's, I mean, let's be clear and let's be very honest. As this news hits our teenagers. Yes. It's, it's not exciting them. It's like a sledgehammer to their head. Right. They're bummed. Very, very desperately. Whereas, you know, the bummed. teachers I'm feeling are kind of split. Some are very worried to go back, don't want to go back. Many of us were dying to go back. Matt and I were dying to go right. back live. Um, but, Safely. We but, didn't, we weren't like the throw caution to the no, wind no, no. type. No, we were just hoping that we were just really, yes, would be We such. were really hoping that we would get a handle um, on this situation and make it safe for yeah. us to come back. But our, but our, Kids just were devastated. Devastated. And we've now got to be the cheerleaders. Like we, even though we're devastated, we have got to champion the like, this distance, this distance, distance learning is going to be great. This yeah. is going to be fabulous. And we've got to find a way to package it and, and give it to the teenagers in a way that they'll be stoked about it. Right. And that's kind of what we're going to go through yeah. today. So we tried to come up with some ideas because we're, you know, this is all very new to us. We've really been non-committal to a lot of planning and because just, you know, what it was going to look like, we didn't know. And so now we're really starting to sort of dive in. So yeah. um, these are just sort of our introductory thoughts and kind of what has us thinking. We're so thinking our, aloud today. Yeah, so it, going on. it totally is. And so the first the first one, and, and this is sort of a little bit of a discussion that's happening, at least in our district, is, um, you know, synchronous versus asynchronous, like, Having the school day, you know, where your your classes are at a distance, but you're keeping the schedule that they would have versus you're just posting assignments and stuff online and kids address it. Um, you when, know, when they can get to when it. When they can get to it. I'm very much believing that we need to be synchronous, that we need to... Um, we need to get back into a schedule, Yes, you know, because, you know, it's like the scientific principle, right? A, a body at rest stays at rest, a body in motion stays in motion. Yeah. And we need to get back into the rhythm, the schedule of the day. And I think, I think schools need to do this to help the parents out too. Yeah. Because there was a lot of pressure. I remember, you know, back in the spring when we went to the distance learning, there was a lot of talk, you know, parents really trying to keep their, their kids on a schedule. And it was, it was hard because if, if you were doing, um, you know, asynchronous, if you were just posting assignments and kids were doing it when they can, well, the parents were then having to impose a schedule to keep their kids going, yeah. to get them out of bed, to get them to, you know, yeah. brush their teeth and do the things and, you know, and not be doing things at two or three in the morning. So I think schools need to do this as an assist to the parents. It is. Parents will not be the bad guy. It's not right. like good cop, bad cop anymore. It's just, hey, it's school. And we're partners in this and you need to be there or else yeah. you're not going to get credit. They're taking attendance. I know some people might say, you're the parents. Come on. You're in command. Well, then you haven't lived in a house full of teenagers for no. months and months and months. Months and months. Where they're bummed about everything. Everything sucks. 
And all of a sudden, like your relationship is becoming like prison warden. Like it's just all negative. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, we honestly could find something to nag on our kids 24 seven. Right. Yeah. Like there was cornflakes all over the yeah. kitchen. We don't know what happened last night between yeah. midnight and I can go 6 with the Beatles eight days a week. I got but, things to <laughs> nag about. But anyway, we've got plenty of things to nag at them about yeah. and it's affecting our relationships with them. And there's yeah. times we just need to bite our tongue and be like, give them a hug. Mm-hmm. But if school gets into that, we're taking attendance. Yeah. Um, some people are concerned because they're like, well, what if the kids are babysitting their younger siblings? What if they're going to work? Well, if school was open, they wouldn't be. Right. And I, and I think that, I think right there, that also might be oh. a thing that sort of, like we're saying, the schedule might help the parents out. I think this might also help the teenagers out. And that, hey, I've got, I've, you know, mom, dad, I've got classes from yeah. eight to three or whatever the yeah. schedule is. I can't do these things, right? So it might be also give the teenagers a little bit of, of an assist or an out if they have, you know, uh, I don't know, parents or others that are trying to get them to do things. Hey, you don't have school. Let's yeah. do this. Let's do that. Um, but if we, if we commit to a schedule mm-hmm. and the teens know they got to be there and, you know, attendance matters, they're going to take attendance yeah. and, you know, all these kind of things, I think it'll help them too. And, and I don't want to sound callous, you know, but I, I've just seen my kids, some of, some of our teenagers are the translators for their families. So yeah. if the mama or auntie or grandma has an appointment, they'll pull the kid out of school to take them up to Fresno or, you right. know, a specialist so they right. can translate. Right. And, we, um, we have, we're, our district is about 65, 70% Latinx. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, but you know, this is helping the teen in a way, right? Because they, you know, these families do pride. They want them to do well in school. You know, it's important to them. And we need to set some parameters where they have to be there. Where yeah. it's not so much choice anymore. Yeah. Because choice gets messy. Mm-hmm. We've been messy for four months. Yeah. I, yeah. you know, I, I, it's not going to be easy no. for any of us. No. We're going to be very rusty when we go back yeah. and we're going to be exhausted. Yeah. We know that. But I, th- but I think <laughs> let's do it together. We need to resemble school as closely as, as possible. And so much of school is the schedule. Yep. Right. Yep. 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 And if we're going to do this from a distance, we have to, we got to utilize all that, you know, zoom has be like, this has been zoom's day, right? I mean, zoom has just, become, you know, I'm sure it's going to be added to the, the Oxford English dictionary. Yes. It's been so just utilized. Everybody knows what zoom is now. We got to use zoom or, or whatever platforms people are using to come together, to bring that class together at a scheduled time, do work together. And the only way to do that, I think is to have that, keep that schedule. Yeah. We and will we it. have absentees in the beginning? Absolutely. Like yeah. until we get, cause keep in mind every summer, the fall is rough because the kids are coming off of summer. Oh, totally. At the end of every summer, all parents are like, oh my God, these kids need right. to get back in school. Now we've had two summers, yeah. really, because yeah. it's kind of been double. And it really four has. Four months. Yeah. And they need to hear their names from another adult outside their family. Right. They need to see other teenagers that they don't know. They need to set, make some new friendships. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is what this is going to do. And just think about some new ideas. Yeah. Think about some new concepts that open opens their mind up to different thoughts and experiences. Because, you know, they're going to the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. Their video games, their social media, yeah. their, their small group of, you know, their family that they're with. Yeah. They need that, um, what's the word I want? Stimulation. Oh, totally. You know? Yeah. Different. Yeah. 
And they I mean, need to feel a little awkward, yeah. right? Because we're going to be having them talk on the Zoom. We're going to have different sort of chat, you know, different. There's there's a ton of different tech gadgets out there, and we're all going to kind of find our our favorites to lean on so that we get student voice. Yeah. But student voice needs to come through in yeah. these classes. Yeah. And that kind of leads us into our next point is we're going to need to build community. It's going to be different. I know this is something that we all commit to at the start of the year because we know how important it is in our classrooms to build that community. And we're just because we're not physically together, we're still going to have to do that. Yes. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but toot this toot away. is my wheelhouse. Oh, this is. Building community in a classroom, whether I'm teaching English, AP literature, or my speech communications classes, building community in a class is my, one, it's my passion and my joy. And it kind of stems from a long, uh, I don't know, a long time. I don't know if I ever talked about the Leo Biscaglia, my mentor that, that wrote the love book that I mm-hmm. read as a teenager. Right. And he hugged all of his students. Yeah. And, and ever since that day, I wanted at some point to have a classroom of kids that I hugged them at the door. I have done that for 20 years. So all of my uh, community building activities, which I usually take two weeks to do, we don't mm-hmm. touch curriculum mm-hmm. for two weeks. Right. All involved like touching each other. <laughs> <laughs> not, not in an inappropriate way, but right. I mean, I'm going through my, le- I mean, we would open with. Uh, just that normal human touch that we, this is, no. we all need. Animals do it. I mean, it's just, it's I'm a part like, of. I'm like, you know, thumb wrestling. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors. Um, Dave Burgess is teach like a pirate. He's a, he's an awesome guy. And I would do his Play-Doh lesson mm-hmm. in the beginning where they, there'd be four things of Play-Doh and they're sitting in a, you know, a quadrant with right. four and they have to use all the Play-Doh and they're touching, touching, touching. Play-Doh. 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 Yeah. The, like the clay toy thing. Not they're making the, uh, a creation. Not the uh, philosopher. Yeah. Not the Greek philosopher. Um, triangle tag where we go outside and, you know, they're trying to tag the person that, is holding hands with two other people. I mean, these are fun. And what they do, to me, um, to be able to learn something, you need to be, uh, feel safe and feel like you can make mistakes. And to feel safe and like you can make mistakes, you need to get real with people and need to laugh and you need to make sure that everybody feels a community. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a community, you're not going to get to the depths of your students. You just won't get it. Right. So... You know, building the community online and in Zoom, we've got to find ways like that they can talk, they can share stories, we know something about them, we know Mm -hmm. their nickname, and we call them that. They need to hear their name from the other students. And, you know, a big topic right now is Zoom because they have breakout rooms, but the teacher cannot be in all the breakout rooms. Okay. So there's, there's a way that you could do group work, but the teacher can't be watching what's going on in the group work. Oh, I see. So there's concern over whether or not, I mean, just monitoring what's going on and trying to figure those details out. Our district's concerned about it. Yeah. That, that you know, like if I have 35 kids in a class and I, okay, let me get seven groups of five together. Right, right. I can be in one. Okay, but you have no idea what's going on in the, in the other ones. Yeah, and it's not like you're in a classroom where, you, you know, you don't really hear what they're talking. They could be talking about something inappropriate, but you're, you're a presence and you're right. working the room. Right. So, in fact, I was on a Twitter chat where Zoom, the Zoom Twitter rep came in and was like, we are working on this because they've heard from so many teachers. We love Zoom, but we need group work and we need to be able to be fly on the wall where we can at least, Mm -hmm. I don't know how that works on Zoom. Neither do they. No. But, you know, they're working on it. We're figuring it out. 
Yeah. Okay. So this kind of takes us into our next one through this, you know, sort of building the community at large. It's going to be really important that we find ways as teachers to get to know our students individually. Yes. Right. And, you know, in these zoom, you know, where, I don't know, you know, cause we're not normally as we maybe greet the students or we have those little one-on-one moments, you can catch those things within the larger whole. I don't know how that looks like, what that looks like in zoom. It might have to be more, I don't know, through the work they do or, you know, having some email interactions or whatever, but we need to get to know them individually. Yeah. And they need to get to know us. Mm-hmm. And you have always been king of the freshmen, but I'm adding freshmen to my schedule this year right. too. So right. they don't even know us, you know, teachers have reputations on campuses. So we've got right. all the freshmen coming in. They don't yeah. know us at all. No. And I was thinking about like, do we have maybe four people a day have a spotlight on them? They would probably hate this, but you know, they, they share for a minute, like maybe we have four categories and they share, you know, their favorite food, their favorite season, their favorite yeah. ice cream and their favorite Mm -hmm. tv show yeah and i know that would torture them but or maybe even just like as a as a daily warm-up maybe you have a a google form in google classroom and like you got a question Mm -hmm. you know take the first few minutes of class while i'm putting roll in answer this question you look over the answers you pull hey you know i love oh man you know justin i love that's my favorite movie too and you know or whatever and you kind of comment and they can get to know each other that way yeah or like can you guys believe four of us like butter pecan? Right. Who likes butter pecan? You know, like, and kind of bring some names up or that's actually, that's a good idea. That's cute. And then you have that information too. Yeah. Yeah. And getting to know them personally then sort of takes us up to our, our next point is, you know, part of getting to know somebody is more than just what movie they like or what type of music they listen to but also what their goals are, right? What are the, what are the, what do they want out of life? What are they, what are they working towards? What are they trying? And then our fourth point is once you know that, when you know their goals, what they're going for, that helps you then with the work. Cause eventually we're going to have to get them to do some work. Yes. And that is the goal, (laughs) making the work relevant to them and their goals is a huge motivational tool. Yep. Right. And, and a way to engage them is to the more I understand them, the more I understand you, student, and the more I know what your goals are, the more specific I can tailor the relevance of what we're doing to you. I can I can, in a general sense, make anything relevant. Yeah. But the more times that I could sort of like, hey, I know that you want to do this and, and this assignment here is going to really help you know develop this skill or this talent. And then you're going to be able to use that when you go out there to try to be X, Y, or Z. Yeah. And I, I was wondering about, I, I normally have a dream cloud they fill out and then we hang them from the ceiling. These little just card yeah. stocks, just dream. Mm-hmm. Their names on one side and on the other side is I want to be a pediatrician or I want to be in, right. I want to do hair. I want to travel the world. Mm-hmm. And it's so nice to have that right. physically in your face, but you, you really could do it on a Google form where you had it. And, you know, if you're right, if a kid wants to be a pediatrician and then they, in a group discussion, talk about hating science, you're like, Hey, you got to find a way to love it because your goal is to go into medicine. Mm -hmm. So like, even if this teacher and you aren't kind of jiving, what do you love about the content or those kind of like little quick conversations are very powerful. Mm -hmm. 
You know, you know? I, even, I even just thought, you know, like uh, we'd like to, at the start of the year, do activities the kids make things mm -hmm. and they put their interests their likes and whatever and, and we put them up in the classroom like you said the dream clouds this is why i just thought of this and and that's such an important part of of the classroom environment right is like they have something up there but it also gives an opportunity for other students to go take a peek at what other yeah. kids like and they get to know each other in a you know uh informal way that way Maybe we need to have like some like digital bulletin boards, right? We need to have some. Oh, like a, so like even a Padlet? Though, right. So even though we don't have the physical space, we can still do those types of activities in a digital way. That would way be cute. And post them all in a common space. Excuse that, me, I'm making a little note <laughs> That they right can now. then go, go take a look at, right? So we can all do our little, like you do your dream clouds mm -hmm. or... You know, there's like that T-shirt activity where they write like you know some things that they like on the yeah. draw it and color it. You do still do those kinds yeah. of things and just in a digital format, post it on a digital bulletin board, something that they all have access to. Because you and want then, all the kids to see it too, right? You know, and you always like sometimes I'll have like somebody in third period be like, "Oh, Miss Jones, where are your like um where are the first period dream clouds?" And I'll be like, "Oh, you have a crush on somebody in first period. <laughs> Who do you like? Who do you like? Well, Manuel. Like, okay, Manuel's is over here, and he wants to be a mechanic. That's not bad, you know. Yeah. Works with his hands. Going to make some good money. Be happy working on cars. You know, big smile. Yeah. Like so much of high school are those little fantasies. Totally. Or you know, even if it's just a kind of a mousy, more introverted girl, and she wants to see what the most popular you know, the typical cheerleader or whatever, the drama queen, like what they like. And oh my God, right. we like the same Korean boy band. You know, that is mm -hmm. exciting. Like, mm -hmm. and then that can be a starting point if they ever to run, be forced to be in a group together and talk. Yeah. And this takes a lot of orchestration. This is why teaching is so fulfilling. And so like, it keeps you alive because you're, you're firing on all cylinders, mm -hmm. trying to make all these connections with right. all these kids now teachers are forced to do it all digital. We all use technology, right. but not completely. Right. And it's, we want and it to be what, good. This is another reason why I think the, the synchronous, like the regular school day, you know, through the Zoom or whatever, really needs to be the priority way of doing this is because it, it will energize us. Yes. It will engage us. Yeah. Right? I'm really tired of doing things in an asynchronous, just sort of like catch all whenever yeah. Right? We've, we talked about the issues of, you know, we're getting our questions at three o'clock in the morning via, you know, mm -hmm. email or posted on Google Classroom when that's yeah. just messy. You know? And you know what else is messy? When London, our eighth grader last year, had the distance learning um, and her teachers are really good about doing Zooms, but they'd be like at two or 11 or I mean, she missed a couple. Right. Remember, because they weren't. They weren't structured during the exact time right. when they were meeting. Right. They just were kind of doing them at different times. And I'm like, oh my God. And we'd be out walking the dogs and be like, oh right. my it wasn't, You're right. You're right. It wasn't regular. It was just sort of like every now and then, you know, and again, and she caught most of them. But every yeah. once in a while, you're right. We just missed it. And it'd be like us like, hey, London, run to the store with me. Or, you know, we would yeah. mess it up. And she, we'd get there and go, oh my God, I missed a Zoom. Right. So there is something about the repetition, the habit forming. Mm -hmm. And, um, and just seeing, you know, even I'm thinking, even if we get on and I'm having a bad day, you know, a lot of times I'll share with the kids if I'm having a bad day, like, oh, you guys, I, I'm feeling tired. And I'm, you know, that's good for, that's humanizes us right. like, oh, Mrs. Jones is feeling tired. How come yeah. Miss Jones, you have those moments, real live 
human to human communication. And if I'm walking by and I hear my kid doing that, I'm stoked. Oh my God, there's a teacher and adult loving, opening up to them. Yeah. All right. Ready for our final point? Oh, are we there already? Yeah. Final point. So, um, I think this is going to take some effort, but the more that we can make the work personal, you know, and this is, um, kids really light up when, when they're, they're in the work themselves, right? Either they made a choice about something or they're writing about something personal or reading about something of personal interest. So we're not going to be able to do this with everything. And this is something that we do normally. I just think it's going to have to be more. And, And again, we're talking about engagement. Yeah. You know, and, and students are just because we know with this distance learning, we've stripped away all of the other motivational things. Mm. Here in California, mm. the, the, um, our governing body for interscholastic sports has moved everything back to um, basically the spring semester. Yep. We're not going to have sports. We're not going to have, you know, band and drama and all those other things. School is just going to be school. So we've already stripped away so many of the things that already motivate kids to engage and come and, you know, and, and now we're starting without any sort of social interaction. And so we're going to have to find all these little ways. And, and you, we all know whenever we make something personal, yep. whenever we allow them to make choices and to put themselves into the work that they, they brighten up. Yeah, well, it's like the difference between, okay, guys, our class novel is Lord of the Flies by William Golding, or today we're going to go to the library, have some book talks, and you guys can pick whatever book you want. Right. I mean, what a difference of that. Yeah. Um, also, when we do persuasive speeches, I, I will give them an entire period to look through topics that are debatable. And I've got, you know, I've got websites, and they also have these thick packets of like the craziest, you know, Coke or Pepsi, go. You know, mm-hmm. just kind of silly ones, dogs yeah. versus cats. We spend the whole period just talking about super controversial topics mm-hmm. and silly ones and serious ones. And, and then they get to really narrow it down and they pick and they get really passionate. You know, I could pick six. That'd be easy. Yeah. But when our class of 30 has to vote, narrow, narrow, discuss, narrow, they're already debating. You know, I've got them to already use their persuasive rhetoric and just mm-hmm. picking the topics and they get fired up. Yeah. And, so and, and we're I not, agree. we're not going to be able to do this with everything. No, but I do think as much as we can do it and, and fudge it as much as we can. And, 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 you know, we're, I don't know, we're going to, we're going to just have to figure some things out. Yeah. And we can let you know? them know we're growing too. Yeah. We're going to try our, our very best, you know, but we are, and that's what I'm really trying to do. I've really tried to make a mental switch over the past couple of weeks. I was dying to go back full time with my kids. Yeah. And I was crushed when we couldn't. I've got to stop. Yeah. And I've got to be like, distance learning is going to be the best thing for me because it's pulling me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And I'm going to find some new tools that I love that I'll probably keep forever. And I'm going to find some tools I don't love. And I'll, I'll might be a little embarrassed one day when they don't, they're clunky. But I'm growing and I feel alive you know, as well. Yeah. I mean, we are always role models for how to handle challenges. Yeah. Right. This is a huge challenge. We're all going through this and we're either going to step up or we're going to find ways to make it work or, or we're not, we're going to be just 
whiny, complainy. Yeah, you know? who's going to do the better job? Somebody's like, this is awful. This is going to be a hot mess. This is going right. to be a wreck. Or the person's like, you know what? I'm going to make this work. Right. You know, they have the same concerns. That mm-hmm. Those two teachers have the same concerns, but look how they're packaged. Right. And who's going to prevail? Yeah. You know? Plus, it's just it's just a better way to live your day. It's just a better way to live life. It is. Because, you know, you can be a bummer and... What is your bummer balls or what was your (laughs) joy balls? I think we wrap it up right there. All right. So to recap, here's what we think. One, I think we need to be synchronous. We got to get back in the rhythm of the school day. Mm -hmm. Help the parents out. Help the teens out by getting on a schedule. We got to still commit to community building. We got to build that community within our digital distance classrooms. We got to find a way to do that. We as teachers got to get to know our students personally. We got to get to know who they are, their wants, their their desires, their goals. And then we're going to use that information to help build relevance into the work that we're asking them to do. And that'll help build the motivation, get them, you know, understanding why they're doing the work that we're asking them to, to do. And it, it fits into their goals. And lastly, as much as we can, let's make it personal. Let's Absolutely. get, let's bring them into the work. Yeah. You know, kids always spark up when, when you ask questions about them, mm-hmm. right? Get them to talk about themselves or write about themselves or things that they like. Yep. Give them some choices. So the more we can do that, the better. Sound good? That sounds wonderful. And just like that, another episode has come to an end. We are so grateful that you took the time to listen and invest in the lives of our teens, the leaders of tomorrow. We invite you to bring someone new with you next week and help grow the army of caring adults needed to help our teens live their best lives. Please share the show on your social media and make sure to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, let's keep saving the world. One teenager at a time.